0: The man that says what the people need to hear. Somebody need to hear this. That's right. He's going to be bringing you the word each and every week. You better not only be ready, but stay ready. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. The time is up. It's the moment you've been waiting for. He's here. It's the Raw and Uncut Podcast with Pastor Radden Service starts now. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. As we get ready to uh, do another Bible study. Amen. I just had to fix the sound. I don't want no interruptions. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. God is great and greatly to be praised. Amen. And as per usual, my sister in Christ, Sister Patterson, is always normally the first one to chime in. Amen. God bless you, Sister Patterson. Amen. You and your family, I pray that all is well. Amen. Thank you for tuning in. Amen. Ah. Mm. Amen. Amen. It's six o'clock. I like to get started on time. Amen. I am Elder Dakota Radden uh, coming at you on Facebook Live, getting ready to do our Wednesday night Bible study from Restoration Community Outreach Ministries under the leadership of the awesome mighty woman of God, Pastor Tonetta Robinson, and our overseer, Bishop John Willie Robinson Jr., the baddest bishop in the land, amen. Couldn't have two more better leaders than them two. And I thank God that God led me to them an awesome church congregation, very supportive, bless each and every last one, and also the members of Faith Deliverance in Newbury, Newbury, South Carolina. Amen, amen, getting ready to do this Bible study, Uh, feeling some type of way today, most of you probably seen my post, I lost my best friend on yesterday, Um, got the news this morning, me and that dude been through a lot, so I've been feeling some type of way all day, Uh, naturally my flesh don't even want to do bible study just want to curl up and lay up amen but god is great and greatly to be praised he's still magnificent he's still the god of gods lord of lords and king of kings in the mighty name of jesus bless your holy name death is a part of life it just hurts when somebody really really close um that's probably the first best friend, a true friend that I've lost other than family members since i felt this way. Amen. But I still yet have to do what I have to do. Amen. In the name of Jesus, bless your holy name, God. We're going to go ahead into a word of prayer, and then we're going to go ahead and with our lesson. Let us pray. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you, Heavenly Father, Lord, for your mercy and your grace, God. We thank you for your forgiveness of sins, Lord. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for watching over us and keeping us and covering us with your precious blood, Heavenly Father. Continue to order our steps, Heavenly Father, Lord, and use us for your glory, Heavenly Father, Lord. I just thank you, Heavenly Father, for all of your wisdom and all of your knowledge, Heavenly Father, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, God. Once again, Lord, you are the Alpha and the Omega in Jesus' holy name. You are the beginning and the end, Father God, in Jesus' holy name, God. Bless this Bible study on tonight. Use me, anoint me to bring a mighty word on tonight. And I pray that all those that are listening, Heavenly Father, will be encouraged, Heavenly Father, Lord, be encouraged and enthused to live for you, Heavenly Father, Lord. And for those that are not saved, I pray that someone will give their life to Christ today. And I'm just praying that each and every one of us must do better in Jesus' holy name, God, use me. It's all about you and not about me. I give you praise and honor and glory. In Jesus' holy name, Amen, 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 Amen. Hallelujah. Yes, baby, I will. My wife said, "Be strong and let God use you." Amen. Cause she woke up this morning, she know I've been feeling some type of way. Was shedding tears this morning. That's how that's how close me and that dude was. Amen. That this hurts. It hurts real bad. Hallelujah. Bless your holy name, God. Amen. Amen. I want to talk about seeking the Lord on tonight and a couple of other things. Amen. About that. Amen. What it do, Brother Rick Mendenhall. Amen. Mighty man of God. Be on our Zoom meetings. Thank you for tuning in. Hey, April, Miss Carper. Amen. How are you? Thank you for tuning in. My son. God bless each and every last one of you. Amen. We want to talk about seeking God. And moving forward, amen, and and doing what God needs you and wants you to do, among other things, amen. And sometimes if I have to step on some toes, I got to step on some toes. That's what, you know, that's what it does. I can't sugarcoat the word, amen, because I got to tell you like it is. But something simple, Isaiah 55 and 6, it says to seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near, when you hear that, somebody might not understand or it may seek the Lord while he may be found or call upon him while he may be near. Why? Is God going somewhere? Uh No, but that's the word. God is not going nowhere. He was here. He has always been here and he's not going anywhere. Uh, with that being said, seek the Lord while he may be found. If anything, we're talking about us as people. You know, why you alive and well, why you are in your right mind, why you're healthy enough, uh, why you have a tongue in your mouth to give God praise, amen. Seek him while he may be found. Call upon him, accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. That's what they're talking about here. Seek the Lord while he may be found. While you you're seeking for something, you're looking for something. You know, we sing a song in our church always um chasing after you, chasing after God. We're always chasing after God, amen. And we should be. We should always be running behind God, trying to be chasing after you. Amen. That's what the word I believe it's, uh, uh I believe that's uh, uh One of the bishops that sings that song, Chasing After You. I know who it it that'll come to me um, in a few. Seek the Lord while he may be found, Isaiah 55 and 6. We must continue to always chase after God and never stop always continue to get closer to God. That's why the word says, if you get closer to me, I'll get closer to you. We're always supposed to be seeking. Do you realize how many times the word seek is in the Bible? Several times, dozens of times, if not hundreds about seeking God because it's given us a message, a stern warning to continue to chase after God at all times. And like I said, God is not going nowhere. It's us. So before we leave this earth, which we never know where death is, we must be seeking God and chasing after him, getting close to him as much as possible. Amen. That's why you never know where death is. You have to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And once you accept him as your Lord and Savior, take it day by day, little by little, just chipping off the bad pieces day by day. Hallelujah. Like the word says, I die daily. Amen. I'm trying to kill off all of that bad stuff. Now, we're not going to be completely and totally perfect because the word tells us that we're going to make mistakes. We're going to sin. The only one that I know that have never sinned is Jesus but those of us that are following him, hallelujah, God, we have to be led by the Holy Spirit to do the right thing. We're going to be tried. We're going to be tested. Our patient is going to be uh, called into question uh, with people, with family, with strangers, with all kinds of people, and we still have to remain in character. Hallelujah, God, as often, as much as possible. That's why I love them brothers on my Zoom meeting that we was with Brothers can tell the truth. Sometimes they say, "I'm human. I might get out of character." But sooner, I mean, you know, something might happen. The main thing to do if you mess up as Christian, as men and women of God, we have to repent. If you do something that you know that you're not supposed to, repent. That's one thing because how many people are doing the wrong thing and don't even repent? Don't even ask God for forgiveness. Just just keep on doing what they do. Amen. You know, uh, you know, one thing about that. <clears throat> Even God don't like, uh, uh, you don't like people that's lukewarm. You don't like people that's in your corner one day and the next day they're out your corner. Well, God tells us in the book of Revelations, either you go be hot. I'd rather for you to be hot or cold, but don't be lukewarm. Hallelujah, God. And those of you that know the word know where I'm going with this because God says if you're lukewarm, puh. He said he's going to spew you or spit you out of his mouth. You don't even want to be around lukewarm people as we call it wishy-washy. Hallelujah. You can't be a wishy-washy Christian. You know, I, I can't speak life in a good word today and I'm cussing somebody out tomorrow. That That's just not going to work. You know, and how are you supposed to make it in like that? Even God says he rather for you to be hot. Either you're going to be on fire for Jesus or you're not going to be on fire for Jesus at all. But lukewarm? No. I don't even like a lukewarm person. I know you don't. You don't want to deal with wishy-washy. As we in this day and age, we call them fake. And what not fake Christians or fake people. You don't even want to deal with that. You want to deal with people that's real. And those are the type of Christians that God wants to deal with. Real Christians. Hallelujah. Those that worship him in spirit and in truth. Hallelujah. The true believers, the true warriors. Hallelujah. God bless your holy name, God. Seek God while he may be found in Jesus' holy name. You know, time is running out. We can, you know, with the virus running rampant, you know, look like it will die down for a little while, then it'll go back up. And right now it's at a high peak again. Uh, hospitals are filling up. Children are getting sick. Uh, people are laying out from work, losing money. Uh, schools are going back virtual again and different things because it's just not safe enough to keep people all in the same place. Look, you never know where death is. You never know with this thing. So you better get right with God. Get right, get right with God. As they used to say in the old apostolic church, they used to sing a song. Get right with God and do it now. Get right with God and he will show you how. Hallelujah, God. Get right with God. Where he shed his down at the cross, where he shed his blood get right, get right with God. Hallelujah, God. That's what we got to do. Our bishop sings a song called Get Right Church, Get Right. Some days he's singing them old Baptist churches back in the day, but that's what we got to do. We got to get right in this day and age. You never know what death is. You got to be right. Don't let the enemy fool you. Don't let the enemy trick you. He's always talking, trying to throw you off course, trying to throw you off base, stand your ground, hold your ground in Jesus' holy name, God, because let me tell you something. The enemy can trick you into think that you just by being good and doing good works, that's all you're going to need to get into heaven. That's a lie. That's a lie. Ephesians 2 and 8 tells us that for by grace you are saved, not by works which you have done. You know, that man should boast, a man should brag. Ain't nobody gonna make it into heaven talking about what I did to get there. It's not off of your own merit. I don't care if you feed every hungry person, every hungry person in the state of South Carolina. That's not gonna get you an automatic ticket into heaven. Because you'll be bragging, talking about, I did this. I did this on my own. I fed people when nobody else would. I gave money. I donated. I did this. No, sir. It says, by grace, you are saved. That's how you make it in, by giving your life to Christ. Because remember, the word says that even Jesus said, you didn't choose me. I chose you. I chose you. Every last one of you that have given your life to Christ is because you've been chosen by God. If God hadn't have you, you wouldn't have gave your life to Christ. Or there are people that give their life to Christ and they slide back. That's why they call them backsliders. But even in your backslidden state, Jesus still loves you because the word says that he is married to the backslider. He's still not going to leave you or forsake you. We leave people. We get mad and ticked off when somebody was in our corner and then all of a sudden they left us hanging to dry. We mad. We don't want to fool with them. Why? Because what I just talked about a little while ago, they fake. They ain't no good. I ain't got time to mess with you. But see, God, on the other hand, you can leave God and he still wakes you up every day still gives you breath to breathe, still make sure you can feed yourself, bathe yourself, and all of that still go to work, and people backslide every day, and God still yet loves them. Now, but if you, but if that death angel comes, and you die, and like I say, you close your eyes for the final time, and you haven't repented and made it right with God, that's on you. That's on you because judgment day is coming and every tongue shall confess and every knee shall bow in the mighty name of Jesus. That's the word. Whether you believe God is real or not, you will confess that Jesus is Lord and you will bend the knee. You will bow down to God. Hallelujah, God. Bless your name. But you will not make it into heaven on your own. You have to give your life to Christ. You have It says by grace, you are saved. God saved you. Jesus did that. Not you. Hallelujah, God. And see, and what I like, Marvin Jones. Boy, so many people is coming on. God bless each and every last one of you. My big brother, Marvin Jones. What's up, man? What it what, what it do, man? You know I'm feeling some type of way today, man. Uh, <clears throat> Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 14. If I got it right, Hebrews chapter 12, it says, follow peace with all men and holiness, without which no man can see the Lord. You just not go out and t- you just not go get in heaven how you want to. You know, it, it's guidelines to this thing. There, there's no conditions. You got to love God with all your heart, all your mind, and all your soul. He has to be first in your life. Not your wife, not your children, not your dog, not your cat. But God has to be first in your life if you're talking about making it into heaven. Hallelujah, God. That's why I said seek God while he may be found. You always got to be chasing after him. Isaiah 55 and 6, my God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Yeah, Bishop Bishop William Murphy, chasing after you. Amen. I knew it was coming. Amen. <clears throat> we got to do that, Saint, and we got to be real with this thing. See, God knows your heart. He knows everything about you. He knows whether you love him. He knows whether you're faking it. You can fool me. You can trick me, but you can't fool God. He knows whether you're on his side or not. He knows that. He knows whether he can use you. Hallelujah, God. Bless your name. He knows whether he can depend on you or not. We leave God. God don't leave us. That's the thing. He says he will never leave you or forsake you. Amen. You know how many people have gave God lip service, say, I'll never leave you, Lord, and turn they back. Soon as hard times come, soon as a fine woman come in their face, soon as a fine man, if you're a female, whatever the case may be. Do you know how many men or women have turned somebody away from Christ? It even happened to Solomon, King Solomon, the wisest man ever, 700 wives, 300 concubines, my God, a thousand women, hallelujah. And if you read the word, it tells you that he started building shrines and things to those strange women because they didn't serve God. He was building uh idols and all of that type in all of his wisdom, but women turned his heart. From where it should have been. That's why you gotta be careful. You don't let nothing turn you away from God. Nothing. I don't care who it is. If your wife or your husband start talking foolish, you better check them. Hallelujah. You better check them real fast and let them know that you're not leaving the mighty hand of God. You're not leaving God's side. No matter what. You don't let nothing turn you. Don't let finance and money turn you. That's why God, that's why it says the love of money is the root of all evil. Not just money, but the love of it. Amen. Don't let nothing turn you away from God. Because just like how I'm feeling some type of way because my friend has passed away and whatnot, we're all going to die. We're all going to be laying in that casket one day. But the question is, is your heart right with Jesus? Are you in right standing with God when you take your last and final breath, when you close your eyes for the final time? Are you in good standing with Christ? That's what matters. What will people say about you during, <clears throat> during that time? What will people say? You might say, well, I don't care when well, I'm dead. Well, see, that's why the word says that your name is supposed to be more desired than riches. You wanna leave a good legacy. You wanna leave a good name. And the main thing which you wanna leave behind is you want people to know that you were a man or woman of God. That you serve God, no matter what. That nothing can sway you, nothing can turn you. You was in church every time the door is open. Now, I understand, if churches are closing because of uh, COVID, but you have uh, uh, Zoom, you have uh, online services and streaming, and all of that. There's no excuse not to get the word. You see where I'm at right now. There was a time when we was in church on Wednesdays, and I'm doing this right in my kitchen right now. But you know that the word can always go forth. You will never shut the word down, but make sure you are always around when that word goes forth. You're always around and you should love God and you put God first in everything because one day people are going to be standing over us and looking at us and you want them to say he was a mighty man of God. I pray that that's what it is and not that I didn't fool people and people thought that I was a mighty man of God because I can't fool God. God knows. Hallelujah, Lord. But you, your lifestyle has got to show it, sense of God. Your lifestyle has got to show. By grace, you are saved. He chose you. And I told you, if I told you once, I done told you a hundred times. Why did he chose you? He chose you for a reason to serve him. Hallelujah, God, my God. Like I said, I'm feeling some type of way today because my best friend passed away. No, nah, but I'm still here and I'm still doing this Bible study. I did not let that stop me. My flesh wanted to stop. My flesh wanted to call pastor said, I need one of y'all to do Bible study tonight. And I just can't do that. But you know what? I still got to work for the Lord to do. The world keeps moving. Everything keeps pushing forward. We love, uh we, uh, we lose loved ones every day. People die every day. It's sad. We're hurting. I just have to take a few minutes to do this right, to do this Bible study on tonight and give you the word of God, what God gave me. And then when I cut this phone off, then I can go back and getting and being in my feelings and praying for the family. I still yet got to pray for the family, amen. But I'm telling you on tonight, what state of mind or what state standing will you be in if you die today? Do you know where you're going? Can you honestly say that I know I'm going to heaven without a shadow of a doubt? or do you have to think about it? Can you honestly say, have I done enough? First and foremost, have you given your life to Christ Jesus? Have you accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior? That's number one. If you've done that, now we can go from there. If you haven't, then I'm gonna tell you right now, the answer is no. No, you will not make it in unless you have given your life to Christ. That's just cut and dry, R-A-W, straight up raw. If you have done that, then what are you doing? Are you living for him? Is your lifestyle speaking for that? Can people look at you honestly and say that you are a man of God? You are a woman of God. And not just family members, I'm talking about close friends, I'm talking about people that you work with. If somebody were to say, I need to talk to somebody that knows God, that can get a prayer through, would they recommend you? Would somebody recommend you? I need somebody to pray for my mother that's in the hospital. I need somebody to pray. Will somebody come and find you? Hallelujah, God. If not, then maybe you need to think about some things. I'm not saying you ain't doing nothing to get in, but I'm just saying your lifestyle speaks volumes. Are people coming to find you when they need prayer? Are people texting you saying they need prayer? Are people coming and say, how can Jesus be a part of my life? What must I do to be saved? Can somebody come and ask you that? Hallelujah, Lord. Yes, this is being a little hard on tonight, but I'm serious about that. It's not all about just being a good person. A lot of people are good. Ku Klux Klan, I'm quite sure they got good people out there, but you know what? They just hate people outside of their race, and that's not good. You got people that's an atheist that don't believe God is real. They are good people. They do good things, but you can't make it in not believing in God. So it has to be more than just being good. That's why I just said it. Ephesians 2 and 8 will tell you, your good works is not going to get you into heaven. Only serving Jesus faithfully will get you in. Do we make mistakes? I make mistakes all the time. And I have to repent and ask God for forgiveness and keep moving forward. But at least I'm doing that because there are a lot of people that will just mess up. And when you just cut somebody, slam out and don't ask God for forgiveness. Extramarital affairs, doing things and not asking God for forgiveness because you don't care. You, you satisfying the flesh is making you happy. Somebody did you wrong and you cut them out and you flipped them the bird with your middle finger. You just feeling good about yourself. Not asking God for forgiveness none whatsoever. At least if I was to mess up and do something, I got enough sense enough to say, Father God, forgive me for that. Please do. My God and that's what we have to do as christians as men and women of god ask god for forgiveness when we mess up because we're not perfect none of us walks on water the only one besides jesus did was peter and peter walked a little bit before before he took his eyes off of christ and he fell and asked god to help him and god reached down and helped him up other than that that's all who i know unless somebody did and it's not been documented or recorded but other than that we always use that for the perfect meter if you don't walk on water then you ain't perfect hallelujah god We got to do better. All of us have to do better. I have to do better. You have to do better. But I'm just giving you some food for thought on tonight about seeking and chasing after God. Just don't think that good works will get you in. You know, I've been down to Finley Park twice, uh, a couple of times with a mighty man of God on our Zoom meeting, handing out clothes and stuff to the homeless down there. But, you know, that alone is just not going to get me in. I have to live this lifestyle. Yes, it's a good deed. And I want you to continue doing that. If you're feeding the hungry or feeding the homeless or doing things like that, continue to do so. That that deserves applaud. God bless you for that. But don't just think that that's what's going to get me in or I know that God's looking out for me because I'm doing that. A lot of people do a lot of good things. And they still won't make it in. Do you know not the word will say there are many people that's going to be saying on the last day, Lord, Lord, I have done this and I have done that. And he's still going to say, depart from me, you sinner of iniquity. My God. And a lot of people say it's going to be a lot of preachers that do that, a lot of pastors and so on and so forth. And I pray that I'm not one of them. I pray that I don't have to plead my cause or my case. I just pray that when I get there and my name be on the roll, my name is in the book of life. And he says, well done, good and faithful servant. That's what I want to hear. And I pray But every day is a struggle because the enemy is doing all that he can to put. That's why you have to put on the whole armor of God, the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, your shield of faith. You got to have faith because that enemy going to be shooting them darts at you. Your word, it says your word. That's your sword. You know, back in the day, you had your sword that you could slice and cut and stab and kill the enemy with. You got to have that word. Your shoes with peace, the belt of truth. Every soldier has to be fully dressed before he goes into battle. Christian soldiers, we put on the whole armor of God. You can't see it right now, but I have on the whole armor of God. And I pray to God that every morning I wake up with it and I go to bed with it every morning because the devil will even try and get in your dreams while you're sleeping. He don't care. If he tempted Jesus, who are you and I? Jesus didn't fall for none of his foolishness and neither should we. Hallelujah, God, but bless your holy name, God. Once again, seek God while he may be found, call upon him while he may be near. If you have not accepted Jesus as your Lord and savior, you can do so right now. All you have to do is repent and ask God for forgiveness. And I accepted Jesus as my Lord and savior. If anybody wants to hit me up on messenger and need prayer, I want to give their life to Christ. You can do so. If you don't want people to see your name on here, if you want to give your life to Christ, that's all you have to do. If you have and you're in a backslidden state and you're not where you know you're supposed to be, just ask God to forgive you and tell that devil he is a liar. When you wake up on Sunday morning, you got to make up in your mind like right now today. Say, I'm going to church on Sunday, period. And you got to say that every day because when Sunday morning comes and it's cold outside and the heat is on and the bed is feeling good, you don't feel like getting up out of it. And he will do all that he can to say, stay here. And he might even try and use your spouse to tell you, baby, let's stay home today your own spouse, the one you sleep next to, your wife or your husband, you got to be man enough or woman enough to say, uh, no, (laughs) I'm going to church today. And it's just that simple. And I'm going and I'm going to keep going every Sunday. You coming with me. I mean, come on now, we got to do that. You tell the devil, he is a liar. And if you're not having church, we go tune in and we go watch it live on Facebook or streaming or whatever the case may be. If you ever need a church or anything, Restoration Community Outreach, where I'm at, we, uh, we stream every Sunday at 1045, and man, we be on, we be on live on Facebook Live, if you're on my page, just tune in to Restoration Community Outreach Ministries, and we'll be on, That you can get some word in, amen, hallelujah, God, there's no excuse, the word is out there, even if your church is closed down, if it's a parking lot service, still yet, crank up and go to church, sit in the parking lot, and get the word that way amen amen god bless you amen 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 i'm gonna get ready to go ahead and and sign off like i said i'm um...